The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. We're the co-hosts of a podcast called A Thing or Two. It comes out every Monday and the basic premise is this. We share all the stuff we think more people should know about. So that's apps, recipes, books, the nationwide haagen vanilla bean shortage that nobody else was talking about. Our no perf- one. No one. <laughs> our preferred vacuum brands, of which we have multiples, and critical explorations of our unique approaches to paper towel usage. Listen, we think you're going to like it. A lot of people do. And who's to say you'll be any different? Listen and subscribe wherever it is you listen and subscribe to podcasts. Hey, it's Mariana. Welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. Can you believe we are halfway through 2022? This year is flying by. And if you are like me, I made a vision board and my goals for the year this year. And it's halfway through the year. So I figured it was time to check in with our goals. So I want to tell you about how to check in with your goals, what I do daily, weekly, monthly, and annually for my goals, how I reassess and readjust them. And hopefully this episode is helpful for you. There's a lot of information on previous episodes and on my blog. So I'm going to link everything in the description notes for you. And don't forget, we have two new summer fridays products lip butter bomb poppy it's incredible it's this citrus scent and it's got this like corally sheer orangey red color i love it if you guys want to see what it looks like on me it's posted on my instagram and there's also summer fridays brand new shade drops it's a mineral milk spf it's incredible i love it so much it's available at summerfridays.com and at sephora now let's chat about checking in with our goals In this episode, I wanted to talk about checking in with our goals, our New Year's resolutions. I really want to do this because I was just thinking like, how far are we through 2022? So I had to Google, what date is the middle of the year? And the answer was July 2nd. So we are officially halfway through the year, halfway through 2022, and the year is flying by, which I feel like I always probably say this because I'm like, oh, the months are flying by. How did another month pass by already? But here we are halfway through the year. And this is something that I like to do for myself. And it's a good reminder for myself and for you guys too. So I was just thinking about my goals and what I had accomplished for myself so far this year. And I like to check in with my vision board that I do monthly. And I like to check in and make goals for myself monthly and do like mini vision boards as the background of my phone each month. So if you guys missed the episode, I've got them before. I think there's two previous episodes. I can link them in the show notes of how I create my vision board, how I set up my goals for the year and my whole strategy behind there. So definitely go check those out so you can um, even do them for yourself now because it's not too late to start. So it's definitely important to be checking in with our goals frequently. And I like to do this all the time. So if you guys made a vision board for yourself or you made a list of goals and you printed them out or wrote them down, keep them somewhere that you can actually see them because you want to be checking in with these, not like check them again in December and be like, oh no, I like, I'm so far off this thing I wanted to work towards or like, wow, I'm so proud of myself for these things. So I just checked in with my goals for 2022 and checked off things where I was like, wow, I can't believe this goal I made for myself I actually achieved. So one of the goals that I made for myself for 2022 was to get to 2 million podcast downloads. And I hit that a few weeks ago and I crossed it off my list. And that was a goal I just wanted to make for the entire year. And I'm only halfway through and I already achieved it. And so it's like, wow, I can be so proud of myself and adjust that goal now for the end of the year for a new goal because I didn't know what number I was going to hit. And that was so exciting for me. And there was a couple other ones on there that I've achieved and some I'm still working towards and some of the personal things where I was like, oh, I actually need this reminder for myself of this goal that I set and the intention that I had for myself for the year. And that's another thing is I like to call them my intentions instead of resolutions for the year because these are things that I intend to do. So I don't want to 
scare myself or overhaul my life and feeling like I have to do all these crazy things. It's just like, I intend to meditate daily or I intend to do this or do that. So it's a little bit kinder with myself. So I don't feel so rigid in some of the things that I'm setting. Definitely like professionally, if there's like a certain number I want to hit or something that I want to do, I want to have a tangible number I'm working towards. And I, you know, feel good when I'm working towards something and I can check something off of a list and it's something tangible. Some of those intangible things, that's why I like to call them like my intentions for something. And then there's a lot of things that, you know, we're working towards that might be out of our control. So even though I did want to hit 2 million podcasts downloads, even though I could put out amazing quality content and hope that you guys subscribe and listen, it's really up to you if I would hit that goal or not. So it's a little bit out of my hands. So I'm a little loose with some of my goals that are out of my control, but they are things that I'm definitely working towards. Let's take a quick break to talk about one of my favorite bags. I love these bags. I go on a lot of walks. You guys know I travel a lot and this is a bag that has been a part of my routine for so long. So if you guys don't know about Dagny Dover, it's a brand founded by three women. They are based in New York and it's all performance bags. They've got backpacks, gender neutral baby bags, work and commuter totes, toiletry organizers and hands-free crossbodies. I have the crossbody. I love it. It's the Ace Fanny Pack and Heather Gray. I posted it recently and everyone's like, what is that Fanny Pack? Where can I get it? And I love it because it's got really smart design and functionality. And I love how functional it is because when I go on a walk. I want to have my bag with me. I want to be able to fit all of my stuff in it. And I want it to like be functional and have really great fabric. And for travel, I love the Landon Carryall. I have the one in Onyx in the medium size. And some of the girls that work for us have them. I also got one for my dad because he loves to have all of his things with him when he travels, like his iPads and his cell phones. It's so functional because it's got a sleeve on it so you can put it over your suitcase so it's hands-free when you're going through the airport. And their bags come in amazing materials like neoprene, leather, and eco-friendly materials like organic cotton. And it's great whether you guys are going back to the office or traveling. And I said I got one for my dad, so it's really great for gift giving. And you can definitely fill it with like some of your favorite things. And if you guys didn't know, it was my very first influencer collaboration. I worked with them six years ago and I've loved them ever since. I think you guys will definitely love these Dagny Dover bags as much as I do. You guys can get 10% off with the code Mariana at DagnyDover.com. If you guys are first-time customers, again, that's 10% off with code Mariana at DagnyDover.com. Now I want to share with you a few daily, monthly, annual things that I do for myself to set goals of things that I'm working towards. And the reason why I like to do this is I'm definitely flexible with myself because people ask me all the time, like, what's your five-year plan? Where do you see yourself in five years? And I'm like, I really don't know for sure because so much can change in five years. Like think five years ago, we didn't even have TikTok. So it's like whole new platforms can come around, like new businesses, new ways to um, create content. So it's it's so different, especially like how fast moving, you know, our industries are in. But I do like to like loosely have an idea of like where I'm going. So daily, the way I like to set my goals is I usually do this in a planner. So in my planner, it'll say like my to-do list for the day, my intention for the day. And I'll put like one or two little goals there. Like make sure I have eight glasses of water, like go on a walk for 30 minutes, like small tangible goals I can do for the day. Or I want to pick up my room for 30 minutes, whatever it is, it's a small tangible goal for today because combined over time, those tiny goals each day really do make up your life and your days and your weeks and your months and your years. So all of those tiny things do really make a big change overall. So if you can do some small thing each day towards your goal is really helpful and then it doesn't seem so overwhelming. For monthly goals, one of my favorite things to do, I'm a big Pinterest girl. So I love saving pictures on Pinterest. I was the girl growing up, like I loved a physical scrapbook. So I would like go and buy magazines and like scrapbook paper and just like decorate boxes and scrapbooks and make collages. And now I just do that digitally with my phone. 
So I have a little mini iPad. You can also do this on your phone. It's so easy to do. I'll go through and see like, what are my intentions for the month? What are the things that I'm working towards are important for me so that every single time I look at the background of my phone, do I have my goals for that month or or for the year as like a daily reminder? Because think about how many times you look at your phone and you pick up your phone. So um, on the background of my phone right now, I have Summer Fridays SPF because we had um, the SPF launch. We have our billboard on here that was like around the streets of like New York and LA. I knew I was traveling to Paris. So there's like a little picture of Paris on here. There are some dream brands that I wanted to work with on here. So they're in there. And then I have a couple quotes in here. So one is new goals require new habits. Keep that in mind. Plan to organize. Um, so just words or anything that's important for you. So that's how I make like mini monthly vision boards for myself. So that could be something more timely where it's a product launch for us, a trip I'm taking, a, a you know, short-term goal I'm working towards. So that every time I look at my phone, I see it. I see what I'm working towards. It's like ingrained in my mind and my subconscious because I'm looking at it all the time and it's really helpful. And then annually, I like to do a big goal list, um, my big vision board that I create for myself. And these are like overarching things. And in the previous podcast episodes and on my, on my blog, there's actually like free printables where you can print out your goal sheets, how to work towards them, how I talk about things like personally and professionally and like the big long-term goals and the tangible things I can work on. So those are definitely like more in-depth episodes that I would check out. But I will tell you a little bit of like the process of how I like to set up my vision board. So my vision board is set up into four areas, personal, professional, um, like well-being, wellness kind of area, and then like a dream big area. So the dream big area is like any and everything, like no dream is too big. And the reason why I put this on here is because I believe that if you can see it and believe it and that you can see somebody else did this, that you can visualize that it's possible for yourself and all things are possible because I'm like, you know, if this other person did it, why not me? And I was invited to speak on a panel recently and I was speaking to this group and they were asking me about um, competition and how I could not compare myself to other people online. And I know it's really difficult. Like it is such a difficult thing when you're following your peers, especially in social media, like a lot of your friends end up posting the same content or working with the same brands. And so I know that it can be difficult. One thing I do is like, if somebody is really bothering you and you don't want to unfollow them, you can mute them and that's okay. But instead of looking at somebody else and comparing yourself to them, use it as motivation. Use it as, wow, this person is doing what I can do and they're just like me. That means I can do it too. So use it to motivate you. And maybe that becomes a part of your vision board, like screenshot a friend, screenshot an influencer, like a brand that you love, uh, whatever it is that you're aspiring to do, see instead of being jealous or comparing yourself to their path, you know, use it to motivate you instead. So by going through and checking in on my daily, weekly, monthly, annual goals, it really just helps me stay on track. And it also helps me analyze and revise my goals because there was just some things I was looking at my annual goals. And I was like, why is this even on here? I need to remove this because this was not a priority for me and like where I wanted to go this year. And other things really were a priority and a focus for me. And it's just like getting back on track with that. So for some of the goals that I was just looking at that I checked off that I did well, I'm like, okay, what was going well here? Why did this work out for me? How focused was I on this? Like, why did they, why did this one succeed? So go through your goals, think about what you're doing well at and continue that. Or maybe you, you know, up the goalpost. So 
For me, it was the podcast downloads and then I already passed that. So now I need to change the goal. So I'm like, okay, this is what's going well. And then what I did was this morning, I was like, okay, why is it going well? So I went through my analytics. I looked at the top episodes. I saw what was performing well so I could do more of those. And then I saw through the last two years of my podcast, my solo episodes do really well for you guys. So I want to do more of them. So I want to do more of the things that are working But then you also want to look back at what's not working. Why are things not going well? Are there reasons why you're not achieving those goals? So there's a couple of things that I looked on there. I was like, okay, this is not so great for me. So one of the things on there was I wanted to have less screen time this year, which was one of the goals that I set for myself. It was an intention, not a goal. It was one of the things I intended for myself this year was to be on my phone less. Well, it's very difficult for me since my job is on my phone And I want to be on TikTok and Instagram, check my emails and Slack and be on phone calls and text messages that I'm so glued to my phone that it's really difficult. But then when I'm not working, I still use my phone because I'm listening to music. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm going for a walk. I'm tracking my steps. So it feels like everything I do is so connected to my phone. But I think what I need to do is reevaluate that goal. And instead of saying less screen time as an intention as a whole, maybe I say, less passive screen time in non-working hours. Like I know that sounds very specific, but because I use my phone so much for work, maybe that's something I need to do for myself. So what I did to reassess this goal was I bought a book. It's called like Breaking Up With Your Phone. I got it on Amazon. It's a really easy read. And it's a 30-day plan of less screen time because that was an intention I had for myself. And I've had this intention for many years and I'm not doing any better at it. And it's like, I love, I could just sit on TikTok for like hours and scroll and watch videos. But like, at what point is it not work anymore? Am I just doing this for fun? And then in the fun part, what is like too much time? So there's an app, it's called Off Screen that I downloaded and it gives me notifications and I can actually, I'm like turning everything on right now on my phone. So it sends me notifications and this is going to help me with that goal. And so it told me how many times I picked up my phone, how long I've been stationary using my phone. The longest streak I've gone today without using my phone was 49 minutes. The last pickup, the first pick of the day, how long I slept and like not check my phone. So, so far today, I picked up my phone 46 times, which it's the middle of the day. So it says my limit is 60 times a day. So I don't know if that's too many times, but I do communicate so much on there. So this is how I'm reevaluating my own goals of the goals that are not going so well. And it's either like an intention of, okay, how do I change this goal to make it work for me? Do I need to eliminate this goal or do I need to make it a little bit easier for myself because did I overshoot the expectations of what I thought I could do? Let's take a quick break because back to school is just around the corner. So whether you are yourself are going back to school, you're sending your kids back to school, or if you're like me, I kind of think of like the end of the summer and like fall time is back to school because that's when I go back to like fashion weeks and it feels like returning from summer camp when I see all my friends. So back to school for me just kind of means like shopping again for a new season. And it's just around the corner and Macy's has outfits from brands like Levi's and Free People and Mango. And they have everything that you guys need for the first day of school, like backpacks and new shoes from brands like Birkenstocks. And if you're heading to college or if your kids are heading to college, you guys can get some dorm essentials like bedding, beauty blenders for makeup savvy, friends or Fitbits to make sure you make really good use of that campus gym. There's a section on here of like college dorm stuff that's all really good for small spaces. And you guys might want to check out some of these. It's under the own your style section on the site, but there's really cute things like poofs and little baskets. You can put all of your things inside, really great bedding. There's also categories like boho or preppy or classic, depending on what your own personal style is. And of course you want to bring your own towels and lots of storage. So I needed tons of storage when I was in college because I just had so much stuff with me and I needed to keep it separated and organized from my roommates. 
And regardless of where you are, you guys might want to try some of these makeup organizers. There is a rotating makeup organizer and carousel, and there's also a makeup and jewelry storage case. There's also a really small blender. And I wish I had this when I was in college because I would have loved this for a small space or even for my apartment when I graduated from school. So if you guys want to check these out, go to Macy's.com slash back to school. Again, that's Macy's.com slash back to school. A really important part of goal and intention setting is the reason of why are you doing this in the first place. So a lot of these goals that I have for the ones that I haven't achieved yet or I'm working towards or that I needed to revise and like fix a little bit are because maybe my why is not there. So my why for less screen time was I want to be more present with the people around me. I want to be outside in nature more. I want less screen time. So when I'm not working, I'm doing things in real life and not on the internet. And so my why is there, but I think I just wasn't personally motivated because I just love the job that I do so much that I want to be on there all the time. But I need to find something in place of that that I love just as much or more. So it's really like the whys behind things. And like the why for me with my podcast is because like I want the information I'm creating to get to as many people as possible. And I'm so passionate about that. And the time I put behind every episode, the topics, the guests, the titles, like getting the information out to you that I love that so much. So that's why I'm so excited to put this content out and why I'm hitting the goals that I am because I feel like it's resonating with you. And then because it's resonating, I'm even more motivated to make it even better. So that why is so important important. But before I talked to one of my friends about this and we set some content goals for ourselves. And like, I love to talk about goals with my friends. And there's two conversations I had. One was with one of my friends and she had a goal for herself. And then a few months later, we talked about it again. And she's like, you know, I actually don't even want to do that anymore. I thought it was a goal I had because I saw so many other people on Instagram and our friends and peers doing it that I thought I wanted this goal for myself. But really, I didn't even want it. It was because other people had it. So her why, she realized why she wasn't making it happen was because it wasn't something truly genuine to her. So think about that for yourself. And then another friend, we were talking about goal setting and why. And I had talked to her about this before a few months ago. She needed to come to the realization on her own. And then today on the phone, she was like, oh, I actually realized that my career path, I want to go in this direction instead. And the reason why is because I want longevity in my career. I want to work my way up at a company. I thought I wanted to be self-employed, but I actually do want to work for other people because I like the job security. And so she felt like the goal she was setting for herself especially for the year and then for her career long-term needed to be adjusted because her why changed and what was important to her changed. And so that's another thing too, is if you're setting goals for yourself and you think you want one thing, it's totally okay to change your mind. Like life is long. Like we can change our mind about things. We can adjust our goals. We can make our intentions something different. Like we can change our mind and, and that's okay. And so if you have a goal for yourself, it's not written in stone. It's something that's flexible and changing. And I think I'm really kind to myself in that way that it's like, okay, these are rigid goals I had written down for myself. And that's why I started calling them intentions instead of goals because they felt so like strict and I didn't want to feel restricted. I wanted to feel inspired by what I was telling myself I wanted to do this year. But if it's not working for me, that's okay too. So I can just change them. I can make it easier. I can make it something a part of my daily routine. So anyway, that's kind of a little bit about how I'm like adjusting the goals. So now let's say you're checking in with your goals for the year and there's still things you're working towards, but you haven't quite gotten there yet. Your why is there. You know you want to do it. You're working towards it, but you, you're just not quite there of making it happen. So this is where I like my goal sheet. So if you go to my blog, lifewithme.com, I have these free printables of goal sheets. And at the very top of the sheet, you can write your end goal, the thing that you're working towards, like what you want to do. Let's say it's 
you want to be a full-time influencer. Well, what are the steps backwards to get there? And then I write all the steps backwards that I think would get me to that spot. And then your bottom and your first step is at the bottom of the page so that you can start taking those action steps of those small things to work towards where you want to go. And these goals take time just because you're writing them down on a piece of paper doesn't mean like they're all going to happen in a row and immediately. It just gives you a sense of, okay, it's not that bad of a place to start. Like this is where I need to start first. So let's say the first step is start a TikTok and Instagram account. Then the next is post content. And then it's like, figure out like my niche, my style of photography, my tone of voice, my posting frequency, and then you start posting content. And then the next goal is like, what are my dream brands I want to work with? And then let's say it's like Summer Fridays, Way, Set Active. These are the three brands. So then you buy like one product from each of the things. And then you tag the brands in that content. Then the next step is like creating content for brands as a content creator. And then it's like sending those pieces of content out to the brands to see the kind of content that you can create for them. And then the next goal is getting one sponsored post a month or one content creation job a month. And then the next step is another step. And then you see so on and so forth where you can start from one small step where, oh, just starting a TikTok and Instagram account, that's so easy. Buying one item from each of these things, okay, I can do that. And by breaking these things and these goals into individual steps makes it so much easier to see what the steps are to get to where you want to go. And then for me, it's also about just like making the time to work towards your goal. So I... It's hard for me because I definitely think like in each of my careers, it takes up my time, but I'm integrating my goals into my work. So how can you work towards your goals um, in the same time? So maybe it's a career goal. Maybe your goal at work is to get to a certain promotion or title. Maybe it's reaching out to your boss and saying, okay, in the next year, I want to work towards this title. Can you let me know what I need to do between now and then to get to that goal? And then in your monthly, you know, meetings or touch bases or your reviews, you can ask your manager, like, am I on track? Is this like where I'm working towards? And that way, you know exactly what you need to be doing. You have a checklist and then you can be keeping a list for yourself of the things that you've been achieving so that you guys are on the same page so that daily you're working towards your goals in the long term. Take a quick break because I want to talk about scalp health and hair. So, when I like to take care of my hair, I take care of my scalp as well because it is really important to take care of all of it. So, Divi is one of the leading scalp health brands and it's founded from a personal story of hair loss and hair thinning. The product is blowing up on social media because they've got these crazy before and after photos from loyal customers who post the results online. So, they've got a lightweight scalp serum and it's infused with a powerful blend of amino acids and peptides. It's going to help detox follicle buildup, support thicker hair provide relief for dry scalp. And it's just encouraging overall scalp health because when your scalp is happy, your hair can be happy too. And the serum is water-based and it's incredible. So it's not super oily and it's not too thick. So you can use it any time of day and it's also totally clean. And this is all about scalp health. So it's not a hair loss serum. So anyone can use it for preventative measures and overall scalp health. And hair growth is just a benefit of having a healthy scalp. And think about your skincare routine and how often you're taking care of the skin on your face. So think about that for your scalp health too. And that's what Divi is here to help with. And it's really about consistent use that you can use daily. And they've got really great clean ingredients like tea tree oil, eucalyptus oil, rosemary leaf extract, and caffeine. And what I like to use it is at night before I go to bed, I like to just do it as part of my evening skincare routine. And it's really easy to just incorporate into your beauty routine overall, because when you take good care of your scalp, your hair benefits too. You can visit DiviOfficial.com for more information and use code Mariana at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's 15% off with code Mariana at DiviOfficial.com. 
So by having this overarching goal, it's really helpful so that you know long-term, this is the thing that I'm working towards or this is the intention that I want to have for my life or my lifestyle. So you know you're working towards this thing. But then by breaking it into those smaller steps, it's really helpful to actually see. So let's say it's the goal sheet I told you about. You can check each of those individual steps off and you can see like, oh my gosh, I'm really working towards the top of the paper here. Or it's in the scenario of working towards a promotion and then you know the promotion is potentially a year away from now, but that you know in these smaller, you know, goals or like meetings with your manager that you're on track each month to get to where you want to go. And then deadlines, it's a little difficult when I think about deadlines because when I think to myself, I definitely do plan my year. So I like to think of things in years like this year is the year I want this to happen. And then next year I want this to happen. And I have been very like, this is just how my brain works. And it's good for me to think that way. But in some cases, years are important, right? Because in business, we track things by months and by years. And then for the podcast, we track things by month. And then with my agency that I work with as an influencer, we track things like annually. So on the business side of things, yes, like dates are very important. So if you're working towards something like a calendar year, definitely is like something we have to work towards. But if this is like a lifestyle change you want to make, don't give yourself an artificial deadline if you don't really need one. If if there's no deadline needed and you just are saying like, you know, I want to make meditation a part of my daily routine and you're 30 years old. Well, if you've gone 30 years without meditating every day, you can't expect that in 30 days, you're going to make this like a huge like lifestyle change for yourself. So be forgiving and kind to yourself and know that a new lifestyle change and habit can take a little bit of time and that you don't need to give yourself a false deadline unless you really need it. But it's definitely really important to just always track your progress. And something that is also helpful for me is a schedule. So let's say there are content goals that I want to set for myself as an influencer. Um, I'll make a list of brands that I want to work with or that I want to work with again or that I just like love and want to share. I'll make a list of those. And then I make sure each week or each month, have I shared those brands at least once? And if I did, did I send it over to their team? And am I always like pulsing and sharing the brands that like I care about a lot? So I'm always top of mind for them. And even now, like I've been doing this for 10 years. It's still something I do for myself. I always have content goals for myself and intentions and things I want to work towards. So having that schedule for myself is really important personally and professionally. And then in my personal life, I have personal goals of my morning routine, fitness, how much water I want to drink, spending time with family and friends, self-care things. So scheduling in self-care and those like personal things into my schedule make those goals more possible because I'm actually scheduling out the time for them. So whether you're checking into your goals halfway through the year or setting new goals for yourself monthly, it's really important to just reflect and look back on what's been working for you so far this year, what's working out great and what needs improvement on. And for the ones that need improvement, how can you change that goal or make it easier for you to attain or to work towards so that you can make it possible or what things you just need to like reassess and maybe change the goalpost or, you know, remove completely and really think about the why. So if you are not hitting these goals that you want to work towards, ask yourself, like, why is this even a goal or intention that I'm setting for myself? And these check-ins are really important just to really keep you on track and then just reassess overall what your goals are. And the last thing I want to share with you guys too is to just be kind to yourself. So when we're setting these intentions and things that we're working towards, forgiving with yourself. And I I used to be so hard on myself, like, oh, I, I have to do this thing by this time. And this is the thing I really wanted to do. But I was just setting artificial deadlines for myself that I really didn't need to and that 
I know life is long and I have a really long time to work towards these things. And so it's okay if you fall off track and then get back on track. But I hope that this episode just helps you a little bit of as a reminder to check in with your goals and see what things you can work on for yourself. So I'm so excited for you and all the intentions that you are making for yourself for the rest of this year and the many years to come. Uh, Be sure to check out the blog posts and the previous podcast episodes. I will link everything in the show notes and I will see you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.